Life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Howard Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? I hope you're staying cool wherever you are, because as uh, Will Smith says, it's summertime. And uh, so I'm just taking a little bit of a break to uh, share uh, some thoughts about ownership, because I've been studying a lot about ownership and really just taking that uh, mindset uh, to heart. And so, you know, ownership is really important, especially in our Western culture, right? But, um, and, uh, you know, if you don't own something, uh, then you are renting it or leasing it, or let me put it different way, somebody else owns it. You know, as it was said to me, I, many of you may not remember the crisis of 2008, 2009, 2010, and uh, how many people thought they owned their houses and their businesses and their vehicles and found out they didn't own it. You know, when you get a vehicle, you have, um, they have two places for you to sign here in Washington State. I'm not sure what your state is, how it looks, but Washington State, it says you are either the registered owner or you are the legal owner. And that's a difference, right? So you want your name to be the legal owner. That means that you have title deed to that vehicle. You own it. Nobody can come and take it without your permission. And if somebody does, you are going to take immediate action. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever had a vehicle repossessed, uh, but I have. It is not a pleasant experience to come out and find your vehicle gone because the legal owner has repossessed it and uh, not a pleasant experience. And so you find out at that point, boy, I thought I owned it. I put on rims, I put on stereo, I did all this stuff, but at the end of the day, wasn't the legal owner. Uh, there's just been so many unfortunate, especially in the music business, there have been a lot of unfortunate stories of people who thought they owned the song that they sang. Uh, many artists uh, found out, especially not so much today, I think people are more savvy and more experienced, but you know, in the early days when music became as popular, uh, a lot of artists did not own those songs. They did not own the rights to the song. They didn't own the royalties to the song. And so when they were done singing that song, that was it. And we hear lots of stories of famous artists who went bankrupt because they didn't own the song. There are still disputes with the estate of deceased artists and performers of their families still trying to fight for royalties and rights uh, to their name, to, to their uh, talent and songs that they've done. So ownership is important. 
Um, we're not taught a lot about ownership as a culture. We're taught a lot about management, right? We're taught a lot about worker. First thing I was told as my family was, you need to go get a job, get a job, son. And so they didn't say, son, you need to go into ownership. So blessed are the families that, you know, teach their children about ownership from a young uh, age. I'm just listening to a podcast with Errol Musk. And if you don't know who that is, that is the father of Elon Musk. And, you know, essentially he said that the Musk family has been doing a lot of great things for a lot of years and have ownership of a number of ideas. So while we celebrate Elon Musk and no, no, no doubt he has achieved many great things, but that ownership to do that came from dad. That came from someplace. And so uh, people like me didn't grow up with the mindset for ownership. Uh, people like me grew up with the mindset to rent, to lease. And, uh, but I realized that to ultimately have um, success, I need to, I need to transition into an owner. Okay. Uh, many of you listen to me right now, you got a dream, you got a thought, you got something you want to do. And while it's great and hope you make trillions, but you better own it. Cause if you don't own it and it becomes worth something, someone else is going to steal your idea. Um, I was just sharing this this past weekend. It was at a festival uh, in the area that I'm, I live in, and and uh, was we were my buddy Gunnar and I were ordering hot dogs. Gunnar Nordstrom, my friend of mine, and we were ordering hot dogs. And uh, I noticed that in the condiment section, one of the condiments was sriracha. Now you got to be from another planet if you don't know sriracha. If you haven't met sriracha, you need to go meet sriracha sauce because it's great. But did you know that the creator of sriracha does not have a patent, trademark, or ownership of that product. That's right. Believe it or not, go look it up. He decided not to own it. He just gave it away. Now, I don't know if that was on purpose or by ignorance or by influence. I don't know. But some of the greatest condiment next to ketchup in the world is sriracha. Doesn't own it. So therefore, guess what happened? People have come along and I got a thousand different versions of sriracha, sriracha pineapple, sriracha coconut, sriracha sauce, sriracha hot sauce, sriracha cold sauce, right? All because the guy didn't own it. Now imagine if he'd owned sriracha, how many millions would him and his family would have had by now? Okay, that's the value of ownership. So, um, I also want to challenge, and I, and I was challenged my, uh, by this myself. Don't just think of ownerships in terms of things with monetary value. There are other things that you need to have ownership over that may not necessarily have perceived value, but are valuable. I won't go through all of them, but let me give you just a few examples. One is your name. You need to have ownership of your name. 
if it's your name, it was given to you. And especially if you got a really cool meaning to your name, look it up. And if you own that, then you are you are aligned with what your name is called, right? Uh, my name means famous warrior. My name means loot bringer, right? I love that. It's just, you know, kind of a pirate, bring the loot, right? But I own that. No one can take that away from me. You know, when I was younger, my second set of parents wanted to change my name to my middle name. And for whatever reason, they were not able to do it. I'm glad they didn't because I like my first name. Right. So what's your name? Do you own it? I know people don't even own their name. There's an example literally of uh, uh, an associate of mine who's in the development business. And he named his company after himself. And he had partners. And at one point, him and the partnership soured and the partners took over the assets among the assets that they took over was his name. That's right. They took over his name. He could no longer use that name, which was his name, on any company associated with the business that he was in. That's a true story. I'm not making it up. So he literally lost use of his own name. Can you imagine that? No, because most of us wouldn't even think of that. But But it does happen. So you have to value your name. You may look, well, I'm not worth anything. Well, it's not necessarily monetary worth. You know, a good name is valuable. So make the name good. If it's not good now, make the name good. Stop doing what you're doing to make the name bad. And some of us, you know, maybe it come with parents that had bad names and you've inherited that. You got to turn that around. So number one, your name. Uh, another example would be your gifts, your talents, your abilities, okay? You own those, okay? You might, you might lease them to a company or lease them to a group or an organization, depending on what your business is, but guess who owns that at the end of the day? You. Companies make you think they own you. I've literally had people say to me, I own you, right? You've heard the term, I can buy and sell you. It's not true. That's not true. You can't buy my gifts, my talents, and abilities. They belong to me. I own them, and I own the right to 10x them, okay, right? Going for my buddy Grant Cardone, right? Not my buddy. I don't really know him, but I like him because he's, he's so much out there. But And I hope to meet him someday. So, Grant, if you listen to this, let's, uh, let's do a hookup. But he, he, you know, he's promoted the 10x formula. So you own your gifts, your talents, and your abilities, and the right to 10x them. So uh, going back, ownership comes with certain rights. If I own something, I can buy it, sell it, trade it, call it whatever I want if I own it. If I don't own it, I can't do that. You know, if you move it into an apartment. You just can't go make changes in that apartment without the approval of the landlord. Why? Because you don't own it. You live there, you pay rent there, but you do not own that. So ownership does have it. So I want to challenge you really to think about what you have in your life that you own right now. Right now. What is it? Make a list. I just did this. Make a list of what 
you own spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. You own your family. You, you, you are the partner or the head of your family. You own that. Take ownership. You own your reputation, okay? Your reputation is yours. You make it, you own it, right? Nobody else owns your reputation. Twitter does not own your reputation. Facebook does not own your reputation. You own your reputation. So think about some of those things that, that, you, that you own. You own your faith, what you believe in, you own. You own your courage. It's your courage to do what you want to do. Uh, you own your choices, your choices and decisions, okay? You own your income producing abilities, right? Here's what I believe that we do. We so easily uh, shift off or allow other individuals, companies, and organizations to take control over things we own, that we should have control over, okay? It's called manipulation in some places, okay? Uh, servitude, right? You think about the role of a servant. A servant could work in a mansion. There's people right now in you know, rich places, they have servants and those servants live in that property, they work on that property, but guess what? They don't own that property, okay? So you have to move past being an employee mentality or uh, just hired hand mentality, dick, dick, you know, uh, ditch digger, weed puller. Got to get into an owner mentality. Now, that doesn't mean all of a sudden you're going to become Elon Musk overnight, right? But if you start with the mentality, you'll start to think like an owner. Uh, from the day that I started in the field of housing, real estate, finance, I tried to think like an owner. I tried to uh, manage properties, sell properties as if I were the owner, as if I were writing the check. Most people don't think like that, okay? They don't think that work in their company like they're an owner. They don't think like that. They think I'm an employee. I get paid on the 1st and the 15th. If there are problems here, I don't own it. They're not mine. So it's important to have the ownership mentality. That's different than an employee mentality, okay? An employee shows up at 801 and leaves at 459. The, the owner is there whenever they need to be. So you want that owner mentality. But really today, I'm really, really talking more about your individual characteristics that you own, your name, your reputation, your character, your choices, your decisions. You got to own that. You got to own that. We hear this thing, I own my truth, right? You got to own anything that belongs to you. And when you do that, now you're in a stronger position to go out and begin to possess and own other things, right? You know, let me put it simple back in the musical term. If you don't own your voice, you can't make music. You got to own the sound that comes out of you right? You see uh, singers, man, they own that time. You can't talk to them on certain days. They have certain things. They own it, right? And you get others that just kind of laser fair, right? If you're a parent, you own your child. You own that, that growth and development of the child. You got to take ownership of that. You don't let your child just say anything or do anything that's reflective on you, right? You got to own that. So, I just think in our, especially in the Western culture where I'm broadcasting, and maybe in other places around the world, it's a little bit different. 
but I think in America, we've just become too lax about our individual ownership, right? And then that sets us up for other people to start owning our rights, right? Owning our ideas, owning what we should be on. All right. So that's my thought today is really spend some time. It starts with the definition of ownership, right? Ownership, title deed. What do you have title deed to that you can say, it's mine, you can't take it. That's where you begin. And then you can grow out from there. This is Lewis Howard, and I approve this conversation. We love to inspire, and I'll see you again on another edition of Lewis Howard Live. Remember, ownership begins with a mindset. We'll talk to you. Every great champion knows that success, overcoming, and winning in life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Howard Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself.